Welcome to episode six of um, Real Talk About Real Estate Investing. I'm Jennifer. This is my husband, Stefan. We're joined with Mike and Leanne Nicholson. And today, rather than have a guest on the show to kind of talk about what's going on in their real estate journey, we thought it might be a great opportunity to have a catch-up episode and a conversation about... Uh, where we are and what we're doing and some of the barriers that we're we're running into. And we thought that it might make for a really relevant conversation to help share what we do as investors when things aren't smooth. <laughs> that, uh, does that sound realistic for what's happening this week? That sounds very realistic. Um, we've obviously touched base between us and you guys um, because we are sounding boards to each other. And that's what I love about um, our connection and our relationship that we have with you guys. Um, but as you know, we're entering into a new market and um, it started out as it looked like everything was going to be smooth sailing. And then in the last two days, things fell apart hard and they're starting to derail. And now the stress is going up. <laughs> yep. And you've got lots of stuff going on at the same time, right? So it's really hard to time manage sometimes when you've got three or four or five different things going on and one of them is eating up all of your time. How do you kind of spread it? So Steph and I don't have a huge amount going on this week. I'm much more interested in talking <laughs> to you guys because you guys have enough for all of us. Um, where do you want to start? Like what, uh, where do you want to go? And you know what? We can kind of bounce those ideas off of each other and kind of share experiences. And I'm sure the people listening and watching um, will understand and likely have gone through something like this themselves. So wherever you want to start, we're happy to, to run with it from there. So I guess we could start a, a couple of weeks ago and, you know, we, uh, we did a due diligence trip to Florida, which was fantastic. And we've wanted to enter the Florida market for quite some time yeah, now. Six, eight yeah, months. Okay. It, seriously. Well, that was the conversation we had with you guys when we met you, right? Was that was, yeah. we all wanted to enter that market. Yeah. yeah. So actually probably because we met last May, it's, it's coming up on a year, but seriously, we've been investigating it for six to eight months. Um, a little bit challenging with, you know, everything that was going on with the restriction, border restrictions, but um, we were able to get down there and to get down there and see it and do it. It really re-inspired us and really made us understand that's where we want to be. Um, <clears throat> then we started building a team there and, you know, the team was coming together. Everything's really good, but now we're working with new people and new expectations and uh, lots of new stuff. So we you know, engage some lenders, engage the realtor, engaged our legal team, engaged an accountant. And then um, all, while all that was going on, there was a lot of what ifs, what ifs. We were making some offers, making some offers. And uh, lo and behold, um, we lost we, out on several. We lost out on several. And, you know, we took some good advice and we, you know, let's do a good, strong offer. And the common thing down there is because there's so many offers going out, you do multiple offers. So we put out a couple of really strong offers and lo and behold, two of them came back. Right on. So we were very, very excited and um, lots of moving parts, but on paper, we could do two of them. Right. right. And we dove in, you know, head first and started, you know, plowing through the paperwork. And, and I mean, at that time too, we had talked to you guys, right. And we said, Hey, this is where we are. And right. we had a lot of conversations between us and before putting in those offers, I, I should, preempt Mike a little bit that we did do we did read it reach out to financial uh, institutions 
and brokers. Uh, we are mortgage agents ourselves, so we weren't going to go in and make offers on something that we didn't even think that or knew if we could get financial support for it. So I will put that uh, piece in place as well. Um, and I guess too, because we were buying two properties, um, you know, we had one good lender um, who we've been working with and things have been going well. And what she's been telling us has been, has been coming through, but we engaged a couple different lenders for that second one, because uh, to do two of them with one lender at the same time is a challenge. Right. Uh, and we understand that. So we brought another one and we, not that we farmed it out, but you know, we had some conversations with some people that are really positive, you know, everything's looking really good. Well then, um, numbers start coming back and costs start coming back. And, and fees. That's something we learned financing in the States, right? Fees are yeah. a very big thing there that Canada doesn't really, um, it's, it's not really a thing up here. If you're dealing with an A or a B lender, right? You don't get into that fee, the fee world, yeah. but down there you most certainly do. And a lot of lenders don't share <clears throat> that right up front, right? It's like, you almost have to ask for it. And if you don't know to ask for it, they're not going to offer it up right away. So, yeah, and I know that was our experience too, was that when we financed the place in Tampa, the fee structure, um, they showed us on the day that we were signing the papers. And really at that point, what do you do? Like, yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. This is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what's extra. Yeah. And that's good learning, right? For, I mean, all of our audience as well. And you're yeah. absolutely right. There's things called origination fees in the States. You don't get that here in Canada. Um, because they are structured differently. And in Canada, we, as mortgage agents, we have to be upfront with, even on the B side, with what we're going to charge you in fees. And we have to be 100% upfront with you on those. And it seems to be a different game in the States, depending on, again, depending on the broker that you're using. Yeah. And we had had conversations and, you know, we got some preliminary, you know, preliminary quotes with rates, um, that you know we ran in our numbers and it's like yeah you know we can make two of them work um and then we get a disclosure and uh you know from the, the rate sheet that i was quoted uh to what the disclosure was and i'm glad i took my time and i went through it line by line uh the interest rate had gone up by over one percent um it was about a one and a quarter percent and that Which made a difference huge. of yeah on you know on a, a seven hundred thousand or seven hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase that made a difference of uh, four hundred dollars a month Oh yeah, um, that's your cash flow is definitely affected, and yeah. and by more than twenty dollars, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was so that was, you know, of course you you send out you know the polite email, and you know rates went up overnight, you know, and there's a box there that says uh, you know you didn't select to you know lock in your rate, and I was so I was never given that option, and hey, maybe we can reduce that, but it's going to be a thirteen hundred dollar fee to you know to give you a little bit more of a break and. Um, again, right, we're, we're at that process. And it's like, we're lucky, we're still at a point where, you know, we're not locked into a deal, you know, mm -hmm. we're still in that conditional phase. And now we're doing some real, um, you know, heart to heart conversations about, you know, what we need to do. Yeah, and what it's going to look like yeah. moving forward. And as much as it's frustrating right now, because it's not lining up the way that you want it to line up to close quickly, these are all super important conversations to have, right? With mm -hmm. new people in the States that maybe aren't going to be with you on this deal, but could be somebody to network with for one down the road and conversations with each other about, okay, is this the time to, to jump this far? Do we need to scale back a little bit and then create maybe another opportunity in six months? 
or do we do a really big jump with both now? Like, I know we have conversations like that all the time with a whiteboard, with paper, with spreadsheets going, what is like, what do we have and what can we afford and what's within our risk threshold? Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I know that's likely what's happening at your house too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you, you throw in other things in the mix that you don't think about because, you know, we have an established portfolio in Michigan, you know, we have our corp in Michigan and, you know, we were always, um, you know, told that we could, you know, purchase in Florida and our, our Michigan corp. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we knew. And then, you know, we engage our lawyer. Well, now, you know, because of the property values of the ones in Florida way outweigh our property values in Michigan, um, you know, now it's like, hey, maybe we should be forming another corp, which isn't an issue in the States, but it all takes time. Yeah, and it takes then, time and it takes a little bit yeah. of money too, right? Money that you yeah. might have earmarked for something else because yeah. none of that stuff is free. And American dollars are, are American dollars. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And the exchange rate right now is not in yeah. our favor. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been, been in our favor in a long time. Yeah. And she's been great with, yeah, we can get it done in time. No problem with that. But, but we should have a conversation with the accountant to figure out the best way to set this structure up. Well, right. we're, it's, it's, you know, it's, hey, happy St. Patrick's Day. It's March 17th when we're recording this. Yeah. It's tax season. Try yeah. to get a hold of the So everybody's busy. Yeah. Everybody's, you know what I mean? Everybody's busy and, you know, does he have time to get in? And, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're closing these deals. And then, you know, the one loan, well, it's, we told me we wanted to buy in our court. Well, you know, the loan's, the loan's being written up in our personal name. And then we said, well, we have to buy in our court. Oh, well, I'll have to, we can probably quick claim it back to your corp. And I'm like, you know, hold on here, hold on here. Like probably we can like, you yeah. know, can no, I? No, and, and that's, that's that scary thing? too, right? Cause the, the probably we can, or the oops, we're just going to start it this way, but we'll fix it later. And we've all learned through other bumps in different roads that usually takes longer and costs more money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. does. More yeah. surprises. Yeah. And nobody really likes yeah. in, in the investing world. Nobody loves surprises. Truly. No. <laughs> and I, I think that's, I guess too, it's not how we like to do business. Um, you know, we have to do our due diligence and, and make sure, you know, those I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. And, um, you know, do we feel comfortable with a, yeah, we probably can change it back to your court. And we can quit. Yeah. I think, I think we can. Yeah. Well, I think we can, and I know we can. And yeah, is there I think be a that gives me anxiety at night when I'm thinking about stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. No, and it's, it's, so, okay. So what's, what's the next steps then for you guys? You've got some lending issues going on. I know we had talked earlier before we started recording, you're concerned about property values, right? Yeah. It's to, to wait. It, it is, you're going to, you're going to maybe lose out a little bit and the purchase price will, will be higher and mm -hmm. it's, it's going to cost you more money. So, and, and that was something I, I wanted to bring up that we had talked about earlier. So as a realtor, don't be super concerned about purchase price or asking prices being high because there's so many ambitious sellers out there that want top dollar because they see the markets going crazy. That doesn't, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get what they're asking, especially in a market like um, Florida, where some markets are super hot. Some things are going over asking some things end up sitting for a while and there's mm -hmm. no crystal ball to really understand like when or where or why but selling prices is the only price that matters. So don't panic if you see something that comes up that's 30 or $40,000 higher than what you're purchasing for, that kind of that fear of missing out, because really that house that's listed so much higher might actually sell for less than what you paid, depending yeah. on what it has to offer and what else is going on in the market at the same time. So I thought that was kind of some perspective to offer that a lot of people get panicky, that they're going to lose money and miss out. And, and really, um, we had a conversation at work 
uh, earlier last week, we were talking about um, getting into different markets and how you buy in February versus you buy in November. And there's likely going to be a price difference like a, a different price because you know six or eight or ten months have gone by but whether you buy at the low part of the year or the high point of the year in terms of cost if you're looking to hang on to it for five years 10 years 15 years 20 years it doesn't matter in 2022 whether you bought at the high end or the low end of the market in 2042 you're still going to have a ton of equity and value and cash flow and you'll have 20 years worth of experience so that's a conversation that we have often, right? Is is it's okay. We don't have to panic if we don't get in right now. If we have to push our stuff to the fall or like to next winter, yes, you know what? It is going to cost us a little bit more because market appreciation is happening. But in the big picture, it really doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Because 20 years down the road, we're still going to be in good shape. It's about absorbing the additional cost right now for the long game as opposed to the short game. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you're absolutely right. That's we're kind of putting emotion into it now, right? And that's where we love talking with you guys and saying, because our emotion is like, oh my gosh, you're right, the fear of missing out. So it's like, we've got two, we got in at a great price, what's going to happen if they go up in price? And that's the emotion kicking into us yeah. and not, not removing it and going by our numbers, which we know we have to do and saying what makes sense because we do not want to cripple ourselves either yeah. and lose everything. Right. Yeah. And you definitely none of us want to ever be put in a position where our last dime is going into something because we're afraid to not buy it. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's that you get caught up in the excitement and the anxiety and the fear and all of those feelings that have no place in investing. Right. You want to try to keep a clear head and keep it about the numbers and keep it about your plan and keep it about your goals. You know what? And if you do miss out on an opportunity right now, who's to say there's not going to be 10 more opportunities come up in the next 10 months? Yeah. And I think we were out there and uh, we were, um, you know, getting a drink. I was getting a coffee and I, I said to Leanne, I said, you know, my, my gut tells me one thing. My head tells me another thing. My heart tells me another thing. Yep. And I said, I think we need to put it into the spreadsheet and let the math tell us what to do. 100%. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let and the that, numbers tell you what yeah. to do. <clears throat> yeah. And that's what we said. You know what? If what's the use of, you know, struggling for three years um, and, you know, kind of worrying every day? Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, let's get the one that we planned on. Uh, let's be super successful like we have been for the last, you know, five years. Yep. And let's just continue on. Right. That that struggle for, you know, to have two of those over three years, um, at, you know, at the end of three years, uh, I don't have much more hair to lose. Like, is that stress level for three years going to be really be worth it? Um, and that's just it. When you're stressed and anxious and looking every day at your numbers to see where you can create more, that's going to be the longest three years of your life. Yeah. And really, yeah. we're talking about creating freedoms and a lifestyle that allows us to not be stressed out like that. So, yeah. I, and I saw, I can't remember, it was on a social media platform. I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook. I was looking at a couple of weeks ago. It was a ladder and it was um, rungs on a ladder. And there was a guy and then there was a ladder with no rungs and one great big step at the top. And it was one guy trying to jump to that super tall rung that he couldn't mm -hmm. reach. And then the other guy got there faster because he made little jumps more often. So, I mean, when it comes to investing, maybe that's, a way to look at doing it right instead of going from like one to ten you can go one through ten and get there 
you're going to get there anyways, right? But you'll just, you have nine other steps that you need to take first. And those little steps are all learning and growing and sharing and networking and building your teams in different markets and um, buying smaller purchases. So instead of maybe a great big space in one market, maybe you pick up a duplex over here and you know what, maybe a single family you can convert over here and, and it all still adds to the portfolio and it gets you where you want to be. Yeah. And I think the last thing we want to do is, uh, you know, we, we have a big enough portfolio now that it would support it, but Again, we don't want to dedicate, you know, all of the money from our other portfolios to help support this portfolio. Uh, we've been successful because all of our portfolios support, you know, support themselves very well. Uh, all we need is, you know, to have, you know, add one into the mix that it's going to draw from our other portfolios and, you know, weaken, weaken them. So. Well, and it weakens the whole structure, right? And and especially if you're relying on it. Like I know we're in the same boat, right? We have an established portfolio. Each building stands on its own merits. It creates its own cash flow. It takes care of itself. But as soon as you, and, and I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. We've had months mm-hmm. where we've had snow removal costs or maintenance issues or something uh, like a bigger ticket item need repair or a replacement. And yeah. we've borrowed from one building to help pay for another and, mm-hmm. and that's okay. It can still support itself. But as soon as you start relying on one property to support something else, and then something goes wrong with the supporting property, then what do you do? Then, like we talked about, you're drinking wine for lunch and you're trying <laughs> to figure out how are you going to find some money to spread around and keep everybody floating? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't make sense to rob from Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. 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 And I think too, like I, one of my mentors a while back had said, you have to stay focused right on your plan and don't let those shiny bottle caps mm-hmm. kind of trick you out. And I think it almost when I'm like, now that we're talking and I think we, that shiny bottle cap did kind of veer us off. Right. So our initial vision was buy one and do it this way. And we had our path set out, just like you said, you have your, you, we were climbing our ladder. We were climbing <clears throat> And then all of a sudden, because of, you know, what happened with, you know, putting out multiple offers and two, two landing in our lap. And then it was like, oh, there's a shiny bottle cap. And then we, we lost our focus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind and, of lose your way a little bit. Yeah. 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 And and I think in doing so, then it was like and then mayhem started that we did build some good relationships with financial institutions but then it was like mayhem broke out because it was it's a 30 day close. So we only have so much time. And then all of a sudden I spent a day or two like reaching out to anybody and anybody in the financial world of who can lend on this. And it's short term rental. So it becomes a little more difficult as well because it's not long term. Yep. So that consumed time. So I think it and that's what my mentor always said when when you get off of your path and you see that shiny bottle cap it's it's consuming too much of your time and now you're wasting time so we wasted time you know following something that really we shouldn't have been following yeah but look at the learning that's coming from it right yes that you likely wouldn't have had if this wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. yeah right so to carry you forward this is going to do nothing but favors for you kind of as you go yeah. so maybe you've wasted a week or two you know what I mean? Through offers and, and it's easy to get caught up and get excited when you're in a market like Florida, where it's hot and sunny and that's the retirement plan anyways, right? It's like, Oh God, maybe we'll get there faster. And it's, <laughs> it's so easy to just get super pumped. Right. But then, yeah. like you said, you just got to kind of take a breath and stay in your lane and remember what your plan is and let yeah. the numbers talk for themselves. They'll let you know 
if you can do it, if you can't do it. And like Mike said, he doesn't have a lot of hair left to lose. <laughs> like a three-year play where you're going to be like, oh God, watching the, the spreadsheets come in every month going, are we good? Are we not good? Are we good? Are we not yeah. good? Yeah. That's no, what's that going to do to your mental health? True. Yeah. yeah. Well, and another good thing is that when we're talking, when we first landed two and we're talking about different ways that we can make two work and we were talking about some joint ventures and, um, you know, maybe bringing somebody in as a credit partner. We've, we've been able to grow without any joint venture partners, mm -hmm. but this, you know, because these ones were larger purchases and there's opportunities, you know, and I, I, we need time to explore that. We need time to have conversations with people and set those up, but there's some really good opportunities um, to approach, you know, somebody as a, a, as a credit partner, because, you can buy with, you know, Canadian institutions, you know, with their, with their branches down there and they will, their rates are, you know, two, maybe two and a half percent less than what these ones are, but maybe it's a, an opportunity to have a conversation with some of those people and get that ball rolling. And then, you know, but that might take a month or two and then approach that property and, you know, the payments will be a lot less and it'll be a lot more manageable and yeah. we'll have that one under contract and we'll, we'll be cash flowing from that property. And, you know, we'll, we'll have that theming work done and, and we'll have those, um, you know, larger checks coming in rather than taking two of them on organizing everything and trying to get it rolling. At least, you know, we'll have one established and rolling and then, you know, take on that second one. Well, it makes it easy too, because you'll have less balls in the air. Right. So yeah. you're going to be kind of focused. You'll be able to let some of those go because <clears throat> the new property will kind of, like you said, it will settle. It will start taking care of itself. You get some short term renters in there. The cash flow will start. You know what I mean? And it'll start clickety click clicking along. And then um, then your your mind space will be a little bit emptier. Right. Where you can start filling it up with new stuff. Right. Those new ventures, new credit partners, new conversations with lenders to do things differently to see what kind of creativity you can come in and, and do it again but maybe that's going to wind up being two or three or four months down the road which is fine and I know mm. we get caught up too in the more we want more we want to do yeah. more faster right but at the same time if you take a breath and you look back on what we've done in the last year I'm blown away yeah, at, yeah. At how much yeah. we've grown compared to where we were a year ago and just to trust the process right and and let it be what it is and know that even though we're super excited because we're in a market that we want to be in anyways, we're going to get there. We're already there, right? It's just a matter of growing what's already, what's already going on. Yeah. And I think we got to get that, you know, price difference out of our head too. And maybe it's 20 or $30,000 more. Maybe it's not, but you know, 20 or $30,000 amortized over 30 years. Is it, is it $10 a month? Is it $12 yeah, a month? Like difference in a payment? In the big picture, it's peanuts. Yeah. 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 So it's one less Starbucks for me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the other thing we've been, you and I have been both uh, grappling this past few weeks is our first year end on corporate uh, taxes. Oh, tax season. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, and the learning for me, my biggest takeaway, I'm not, I'm no bookkeeper. I'm not an accountant. It was never, it was never my, my goal to take care of our stuff, but we were small enough potatoes for a long time. So it was just easy to keep track of this is what comes in. This is kind of what goes mm -hmm. out, but because we've grown so much in the last year, mm -hmm. um, I know what I'm not good at. And clearly this is one of those things that I'm not good at. So we hired a bookkeeper, which is, which is, was a wonderful gift to me from me 
um, last spring and she's fantastic, but it's because it's our first corporate filing, just finding all of, and, and I usually I'm pretty good and I keep things in a file folder and it, it's organized, but there's much more accountability I find Absolutely. with the corp stuff than there ever was with our personal stuff. And just trying to kind of stay on top of that. And at the same time, how can we better structure our systems? So next year it's mm -hmm. better. That's, yeah. and, and that's kind of where my focus is now. Like, and our bookkeeper has been incredibly forgiving yeah. with um, the multiple phone calls and the in-face meetings I've made her have with me over the last two weeks. And the checklists. Yeah. And the checklists and yeah. the, all, all of those things. But that's kind of where my head is now in that game is how do we better set up our systems so we can um, make it easier on all of us next year. So, and that, I mean, and, and I really think that Leanne and I have talked almost okay. every day for like the last <laughs> Yeah. And we're talking the same talk all the time. So I, I really love, I would love for you guys to share how you're setting up your systems because um, mm -hmm. it, it kind of lends to what I want to do with our stuff for next year. Yeah. So we, we incorporated in March of last year. So actually we've just rounded a year of us being incorporated. Mm -hmm. um, when we did, we put um, two, two properties in right away because we refied them and put them in right away. Mm -hmm. And then the third property in Canada, so this is our Can Canadian Corp, it went in into the in the fall. So there was kind of, there, there was a lot of moving parts going on. Mm -hmm. The other big complexity of it was we did a lot of OPM. So this past year and the OPM was raised, we raised over $300,000 in OPM, but it was raised to purchase our properties in Michigan. Right. So it floated through our Canadian Corp as well. And then we were paying people back and it was coming through the Canadian Corp. So you can see that it wasn't just a, a rental property, easy peasy. There's a lot of different things going on. Again, like lots of different balls in the air for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at that point, I kind of put my hands in the air in the fall and really I should have done this uh, well a long time before. And I'm going to put this out to our viewers to don't procrastinate on it. Um, get a good bookkeeping system in place as soon as you incorporate, um, because it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. Um, we ended up reaching out to our accountant. Um, they have a great system that they're putting um, together QuickBooks for us. But now we've gotten almost a year's worth of QuickBooks that we have to put into the system. We have to download and we have to go back through and say, you're exactly right. Yeah. What did I purchase for $1,600 in June 28th of last year? Oh my year? God, that's, I've lost sleep three times this week because there was $1,703 go through the corp last July. And for the life of me, I can't find what I spent it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, mm -hmm. I just don't know. I've gone through mm -hmm. visa statements and bank accounts and credit lines. And I just, I can't find it. So just to give you perspective, um, we engaged the bookkeeper to set up the system. And luckily, my daughter's going to do it. She's in her finishing her second year of accounting and in college going into her third. So we're tasking her nice. with that. Um, but she wants extra work. Have her call. Yeah, yeah. She wants <laughs> she wants real experience. <laughs> but we started this in November, December, and I'm still meeting with the bookkeeper now to get things settled. So this oh, is how long it's taking to backtrack everything that we've had. So just to give the viewers perspective, don't, don't. Yes, you don't yeah. want to wait. Catch up. Well, and the, really. the beauty of, 
Cubiola QuickBooks online is um, like we link our bank accounts and everything to it. And literally now that we're set up, we can go, oh, you know, we can go on there. It's March. Um, oh, this was this, this was this, this was this. Click. And it registers it to all the right accounts. Yeah. Right? So easy. So easy. But we're going back a year yeah. and doing that month over month over month. Whereas. Well, and and, we and that's kind of. Yeah. We're hoping that that month over month kind of back catch up piece will be ended once we kind of get yeah. through this filing. The bookkeeper will set us up. I'm not sure if it's QuickBooks or Zero or yeah. whatever it is that she uses, but whatever, yeah. whatever, it's just going to be easy to track. And yeah, that, that's it's kind just of that software, right? That easy yeah. software. And I know even with QuickBooks, um, we've gotten you know receipts, right? And you know, I give the receipt to my daughter and say, here, this is, um, you know, we bought it for repairs and maintenance and she literally takes a picture with her cell phone, with her cell phone. It attaches straight mm -hmm. into QuickBooks. So it makes that. A, and it it's so smart. It knows what account usually to put it to. Yeah. <laughs> like it knows, oh, it's a Canadian Tire or Home Depot. Oh, we'll put it into house maintenance. Like yeah. is that intuitive? Yeah. But of course, we should have started this. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Right. Hindsight is 2020. And we've had that conversation tons of times. So, our first three properties that we own in Sudbury, uh, those were bought in our personal names. So, those weren't, those aren't in the corporation yet. So, what we bought in New Brunswick is in the corporation. The vacant lot that we bought in Sudbury is in the corporation. But we're in the process of kind of how do we transition these three into the corp? And it's not necessarily for a tax advantage piece. Mm -hmm. So, when we've had this conversation with the accountant, and she says, no, she says, your tax advantage piece. Um, isn't really there. It doesn't really matter. Um, but for ease of reporting, which is where that I'm living my life over ease of reporting now. So kind of as we refinance moving forward, those Sudbury places, um, I think we'll just eat whatever that land transfer cost is to put them into the corp. And that way, the ease of reporting, it's, it's just, it's, it's a one-stop shop. And then our personal stuff will stay personal the rental stuff stays rental and, and it just, it makes for easier um, night times for me to sleep. Yeah. 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 Less wine at lunch. Yeah. Trying, well, yes. There's less wine yeah. at lunch happening when, yeah. when yeah. it's just two pots instead of like two pots, but one pot kind of plays with the other pot and it goes back and forth. So yeah. we've and done that time, for years and yeah. we, we figured out kind of as we grow, we need to simplify things. Yeah. Simplify. Yeah. 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 And, and do it right out of the gate and don't procrastinate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then also moving those to your corp will help your personal debt service as well, right? For future. Yes. Um, you know, it, it won't happen right away and you'll, you'll have to personally guarantee those and they may or may not. Yeah. You know, mean, they may or not show up in your credit report, but uh, over time they, they fall off of your credit report and yep. it's just, you no, know, and, make it easier that way too. And with us, it's all about the long game anyways. Like, you know what I mean? The short-term gain for us, whatever we we do, that's bonus is great. And, but we're really a, about the long, long-term buy and hold and kind of seeing what this is going to look like in five or 10 or 15 or 20 years and what, and what kind of freedoms it can create for us. Um, but you're, you're so right about start early and, and create those systems because systems are super important. And it's one of those, it's a barrier. Like we, mm -hmm. to kind of circle back to what we were talking about at the beginning, it can really be a bump in your road and it eats up a ridiculous amount of time. Like I know how many times I've talked to the bookkeeper this week and how many times I've run over to her office to try and explain something that I can't explain properly in an email. And like the poor lady, like, 
Lord love her. She's just, she's been so patient with us. With she's me. having wine for breakfast. She, I'm going to bring <laughs> yeah. her wine. Seriously, when this is all done, she is going to get a lot of wine from us just once it's settled and submitted and signed off on. So I know we're so appreciative and, and it really creates an appreciation for that, that whole system, which is such an important part of any real estate investing road, because if you're not set up on the back end, you know, to make sure that you're claiming and reporting what needs to be reported, um, you're going to run into a boatload of trouble as you try to grow. Yeah. Being responsible. Yeah. And we always want to like, you know, engage and do our books properly. And the last thing we want is two years down the road, CRA to want to do an audit or something. So we've always been, you know, um, we declare everything, you know, we expense yep. everything. We do it all properly. Yeah, and that's you know part of that game too, right? I I don't want anybody calling me in five years and being, I I can't even remember what we did a year ago, you know, six months yesterday. ago, <laughs> let alone in five years. You want CRA calling, be like, hey Jen, there's a fourteen hundred dollar bill here. What was that from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and 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 then cue the anxiety, right? And the oh my god, yeah. like I don't I don't know. I can hardly find stuff from six months ago. No, it's true. And 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 like us, and I think this is something else that kind of links the four of us together. Is there's that transparency. Like we're fine sharing all the secrets and we're fine sharing the information and it's all above board. There's no shady. There's no sneaky. It's just, it is what it is. And you know what? Uh, we're happy to make the extra efforts and, and make sure it's done properly because we want to, we don't want any extra barriers and bumps in our road as we go because <laughs> there's going to be enough anyways. There is. Yeah. And no matter how, we plan and we do everything and we talk and we do it all the right things. We're still going to have, we're all going to have bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. This is not the first or the last one that we're either of us are going to encounter. Right. Yeah. No. And I think it's good to, to talk about it and air about it because lots of times all we see is the, the positive and the shiny on Facebook and you know, not mm -hmm. the, the everyday struggles. Yeah, no, and, and there's a lot. And and really, that's we're really thankful to have you guys in our circle mm -hmm. of, of friends as we grow, because we know that when we run into something, we can, you know, set up a Zoom or have a call or or whatever. And you guys will talk us through it, just like we're talking you through what you're going mm -hmm. through. And that's, yeah, I think I, I've called you quite a few times this past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I, honestly, I think we've talked every day about yeah. something. <laughs> Right, whether it's taxes in Michigan or the rental market in Florida or yeah. um, accounting, I know accounting has definitely eaten up a lot of mm -hmm. conversation time with us mm -hmm. over the last two weeks for sure. Right on. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about today? Like we're we're right at the the time frame that we usually spend on the podcast, so mm -hmm. we could wrap up or we can uh, we can take it a little bit further. What do you guys think? I think um... I think we're probably good. Yeah, we gotta I go juggle some balls, get back to <laughs> and figure out what we're doing. So no, I, I think, think the, uh, I think the biggest takeaway is um, gets good support systems in place. Like we have you guys, um, you guys are real estate investors, exactly the same mindset as we are, and it it's a great way to bounce ideas off each other. We have friends that aren't real estate investors. And it's just not the same that when I, you know, when I am stressing and one, you know, what do we do? We have two properties, you know, you're on speed dial this week and, and Jen, what do we do? What yeah. am I not seeing? Right. So I think that is so, so helpful for anybody. Yeah. And it has been for us for sure. This past year, it's, it's done amazing things for us because yeah. we've had you guys as support with us. Yeah. And we agree a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's a two way street. 
And yep. whenever we're having our struggles, you, you guys are on speed dial and you're the first <laughs> ones that we call. Right. Yeah. No, honestly, like we're thankful for so much. <clears throat> and uh, <throat> I think, you know what? I think that's a great point to just kind of shut her down for today and, and say yeah. thanks. And um, you know what? It was a bit of a different format today with a with some different information, but I think relevant. Like I think so relevant to so many people that are going to watch this, that are into investing and, and likely have gone through the same kind of things. So thank you so much for sharing your stories and letting us, uh, giving us the opportunity to help you kind of talk your way through it. Thank you for, um, for listening to us. Yeah. We always try to keep it real. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. And, and you know what this, I think this episode is the realest it's been so far um, <laughs> just because we're all kind of going through the same things at the same time. So yes. we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon and we look forward to keeping it real and uh, sharing another story with everybody next time. So have a great afternoon, guys. Stay tuned Thank for you. episode seven. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.